Welcome to Blindspot. Hello everyone, I'm Clara Johansson, your resident blind girl, and this is Blindspot, the podcast where I discuss things that are second nature to blind people, but might seem weird to sighted people. And it has been a while since I have uploaded a podcast. That is partially because I have been very busy with school, but also partially because I have not had access to the studio for a long time. So I am back and I am creating fresh content for everyone. And this is the start of a new series, actually, because I have had a lot of questions from people that I have asked for. And when I put this poll out, uh, more than I thought I would get, actually. Um, But I am still looking for more because I want to make this an ongoing series. This new series is, by the title, Questions That People Are Too Afraid to Ask Blind People. And I right now have enough questions for probably about three episodes worth of content. But if you have questions, pop them in the review boxes below and I will add them to my ongoing list of questions. And if you know my Instagram handle, you can direct message me, whatever, even the craziest questions, the most outlandish questions that you think you can't ask, those are the ones that I want to know. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. So the first question that I have, which is probably the most common one that I think everyone wants to ask a blind person, that is, do you wish you could be sighted? And spoiler alert, a lot of these questions are going to have the answer of it depends on the person. This one is no exception. This really depends on the person. Some people can land in a camp of they really don't want to be sighted. They really like their vision condition and they like living with it. They're comfortable with it. And they don't really want that to change. Some people land in the camp of they want to know what it's like to be sighted but they don't necessarily want to be sighted. And some people land in the camp of, I just really want to be sighted. I hate my blindness. I don't want to deal with it. Life would be so much easier if I were sighted. And there's also gray areas in between them. And it can also vary day to day based on how people's mental health is doing, what challenges they're facing throughout the days. So it really depends. But It also is just very individualistic, and you never really can tell where somebody is in either one of those three areas or in between those three areas. So I know I've had conversations with my family, though, where we've asked, you know, if you could trade lives with anyone in your family, who would you want to trade lives with? And some of my family members have said that they wanted to trade lives with me because they want to know what it's like to see through my eyes, literally speaking, see what I see. So I think that that's kind of cool. And I mean, I want to know what it's like to have really good vision. I think everyone who's blind actually feels like at some point I want to know what it's like to see through a sighted person's eyes. 
But that doesn't necessarily mean people want to be sighted because some blind people are just really embracing and accepting of their disability. And we shouldn't fault people for that. A lot of a lot of able-bodied people think that disabled people should be, you know, fixed or cured. And that's not necessarily the right way to think about it. If somebody is really accepting and embracing of their disability, I think that we should be praising that and we should be making a world in which they can live with their disability just like everybody else lives who doesn't have a disability. The next question came to me courtesy of one of my friends, and he said that he has actually seen this question floating around on TikTok. And the question is, why do blind people wear sunglasses? Again, this is going to be a question that has an answer that varies person to person. Some blind people, as I've talked about briefly in a previous episode of blind people's pet peeves. So if you want to hear why it's a pet peeve for them, you can go listen to that. But for some blind people, they are very light sensitive and that's that's the pet peeve. And so wearing sunglasses helps them balance out the light sensitivity, make it a little bit easier for them to be in really bright areas without causing too much eye strain. The second reason that blind people wear sunglasses is for the same reason that sighted people wear sunglasses. If it's a really bright sunny day, Sighted people just pop on a pair of sunglasses like it's nothing, and some blind people just want to do that too because they also have that type of eyesight where it's if they're trying to look at something clearly, they may not get as much eye strain, but if they're trying to see something really clearly, it's easier for them to put on sunglasses in order to see it. And I am definitely in that camp. I wear sunglasses on really bright sunny days. Sometimes even if it's like a little bit cloudy, but it's still really bright outside, I will put on sunglasses just because it's easier for me to see things if I have the sunglasses on. But I don't wear them all the time because I don't have an eye condition where I'm super light sensitive. The last reason that blind people choose to wear sunglasses is for fashion. Some blind people are just very into fashion and some looks are just completed with a pair of sunglasses. And yeah, they may not be functional. They may not be serving a purpose other than making the outfit come together. But that's also okay. And it doesn't, they don't need to serve a purpose for them to be worn. So that is why a lot of blind people choose to or have to wear sunglasses. Something that's kind of along that same vein in why do blind people wear sunglasses came a question of why don't all blind people have canes? And if you talk to my orientation and mobility specialist, I described what that is in a previous episode, um, she would say that you should carry your cane with you all the time. And you know what? She's probably right. I, <laughs> I could benefit from it. But I don't carry my cane with me all the time because I don't necessarily need it all of the time. I carry it with me if I am on an orientation and mobility lesson because I know I'll be reprimanded if I don't have it. But 
I also bring it with me if I know that I am going to be walking in an area where there's going to be really rough terrain, like a lot of rocks or sticks in my path and I need to know where to step over. Or I have a lot of shadows that are obstructing my view of a path. So I go on a family vacation every summer with my family and there are some biking and walking trails that kind of fade into a little bit of a dirt kind of area on either side. And when it's midsummer, the sun kind of casts shadows of the trees that are all around. And it makes it really hard for me to differentiate the dirt from the concrete path. So I bring my cane with me if I am walking in that area because I know I'm going to need it. And I know I'm going to walk more confidently if I have my cane with me. But if I'm walking around my house, if I'm walking around my college campus, if I'm just walking around the city, or I go for runs and I don't carry my cane with me when I go for runs. So... I don't necessarily need it all of the time. And it's not the hallmarker for somebody to be blind. That's not what you should judge somebody's blindness off of is if they have a cane with them. And a lot of people who haven't had a lot of interactions with blind people tend to do this. I will walk into stores and be like, hey, sorry, can you read this to me? I'm blind. And People seem to be kind of taken aback because I look like a normal person. I'm not carrying a cane with me. I don't look like the stereotypical blind person. So people shouldn't be using those as markers to be like, oh, that's a blind person, you know, because there's a spectrum of blindness and some blind people, while they are blind, yes, they don't necessarily need a cane with them all of the time. Another question that I got courtesy of an Instagram poll was, I thought, a very interesting question, and it is, how do you tell if somebody is faking blindness? In my experience and from research, this doesn't necessarily happen very much, so I'm not entirely sure how to interpret this question. My judgment is that a lot of people think that blindness is all or nothing, when in reality, it's a spectrum. And like I talked about before with uh, the canes, people can present as sighted while still having a severe amount of vision loss. I do. And I, that doesn't make my blindness any less real just because I present more like a sighted person than a blind person. So there's not a way to tell if people are kind of quote unquote faking blindness. I think that if somebody says that they are blind, you should be under the impression to believe them unless you figure out 100% sure otherwise that they are lying. And I'm not sure if this person also was referring to maybe people who pull pranks and pretend to be blind. Again, I don't think that happens very often, but one way to maybe kind of tell is if people are 
really, really exaggerating movements that aren't super accurate to what blind people do. And that that could be a way to to tell if if the movements, if the motions are really exaggerated, if it's something that maybe doesn't seem to be coming supernaturally to them. But again, it doesn't necessarily happen very often. And I think if somebody says, I am blind or I am visually impaired, you should treat them as such because 99.9% of the time that will be the case and that should be respected. On to a little bit lighter of a note, we had a question come in that said, do you like movies slash can you watch movies? And this varies, again, person to person, but not in the way that you might think. Yes, all blind people can watch movies. And I think a lot of sighted people, again, who haven't had very much interaction with a blind person are scared to ask, hey, do you want to watch a movie? Because the word watch gets really stuck in their mind as, oh my God, wait, what if they can't actually quote unquote watch the movie? And then they get caught in the debate of saying, do you want to listen to a movie? But again, 99% of the time, blind people are just going to say, oh yeah, I want to watch a movie. They're they're not going to be changing their entire vocabulary just to fit the fact that they can't actually literally watch the movie. But the way that this does vary is that some people just prefer books over movies. And there are sighted people that prefer books over movies too. So it's not that we can't watch movies. It's not that we don't like movies. It's just that sometimes people prefer books over movies. But to actually answer the question of can we watch movies? Yes, we can watch movies. There are things that are called audio descriptions for different movies and TV shows that have kind of, they they describe the scene, the setting, what's going on so that people who are blind can actually enjoy the movie or TV show to the fullest extent. But for blind people that still have a certain amount of remaining vision, myself included, we tend to watch movies and TV shows just like how sighted people watch movies and TV shows. The one thing that I will say about this, though, is that sometimes if there's really small details happening maybe in the background or there's text that appears on the screen, sometimes we can't read that. So we may miss details, but it doesn't necessarily detract from the movie. It just makes it a little bit harder to catch everything that's going on. But if you want to ask a blind person, hey, do you want to watch a movie? You want to watch TV? You don't need to say, hey, do you want to listen to a movie? You want to listen to a TV show? Because that that just sounds weird, doesn't it? I mean, me saying it right now, it sounds weird to say. And I'm I'm a blind person. <laughs> so... Just use your regular vocabulary. It it generally won't offend us. There may be the, the blind person that gets offended because they can't actually watch a movie, but those tend to be few and far between. But just make sure that you're, the person that you're talking to is okay with 
that kind of vocabulary instead. Um, but yes, we can watch movies. And yes, we do like movies. Another question that I got that I absolutely loved was from one of my friends. And she said, do you ever use your blindness to finesse the system? And I can confidently say that, yes, I 100% have. And I am not really ashamed of it because whenever I use my blindness, I call it playing the blind card. um, And that's what my family calls it, too. It's generally for the betterment of myself. So one specific way that I can think of this, one example that I can point to is when I was in elementary, middle, and high school, I would put down preferences for certain teachers based on the fact that I knew that those teachers were going to be more accommodating. They were going to be better teachers for me than maybe another teacher that was a little bit less organized, a little bit more chaotic, or maybe that would just be less understanding of my blindness. So I did that, and I kind of played the blind card to be like, hey, this teacher is really good. (laughs) Can I have this teacher? Because I think they will be more accommodating for me. And that was kind of the way that I used that. But it not it it's not necessarily a bad thing because you are getting a better education out of it if you know that that teacher is going to be a good fit for you, if they're going to be helpful to you. So the way that I see it is I am getting a better education out of this. Therefore, it's not necessarily gaming the system. I mean, it is, but it's not necessarily a bad thing to want a better education and to say that you know that these teachers are going to be more helpful for you. Sometimes people just use it to maybe get a better spot in line, whatever. I don't know. That That's a little bit more up in the air for, for your own interpretation of whether that's okay or not. But my general rule of thumb is that if it's something that is going to help you become a better person, so education-wise, stuff like that, then no harm, no foul. I think that if if you have that card to play, there can only be good that comes from it. One other thing that I did was for college essays, college applications, scholarship applications, I would kind of throw that in there that, hey, I'm blind, you know, because a lot of a lot of those scholarship funds, they like to have kind of a diverse pool of recipients for their scholarships. So if you kind of advertise that and be like, hey, I'm blind, it helps you because you're getting more financial aid and it's something for them to point to that's like, hey, we have people who are disabled as scholarship recipients. So while it may seem a little more superficial, I still did that. And I got some financial aid money out of it. So I'm doing well. A question that I got that I thought was really interesting that I had never really thought of before 
was, can you tell if somebody is a certain race or ethnicity, et cetera? And again, I had never really thought about this before. Also, I have some remaining visions, so I can tell certain features like skin tone, stuff like that, that mark certain races and ethnicities. But I have noticed that if I am, say, having the TV on in the background and I'm far away from it and I can't really tell some of those things, then based on based purely on the voice, sometimes I can tell. But it's not anything, again, like superficial. It's purely based on I know what vocal qualities and accent markers correspond with certain races, certain cultures, things like that. And I can hear those things and generally determine something like that, maybe what country somebody is from, things things related to that. But again, some people can sound, let's say, very American and actually be from a country in Asia or Africa. And that is not necessarily, a, again, like with blind people and canes, the voice isn't always the marker for where someone is from. So I tend to not always rely on that. But Sometimes, yes, I can tell. A lot of blind people may have similar experiences with this. I also am just very interested in linguistics, so I'm very keen on certain vocal qualities and stuff like that that can mark an area where a person is from. But maybe some people aren't as aware of that or keen on that, so it really depends on the person. The last question I will bring up today was one that was kind of lighthearted, but some people may want to know the answer to this, and that is the sighted person's joke of, oh my god, I'm so blind. Is that an okay joke to make? And like the question of, do you wish you were sighted, people can fall into a couple different camps on this this topic, and... One can be, it makes me really uncomfortable. I don't like that joke. The other one can be, I really couldn't care less. Say whatever you want. And the third camp is, I'm okay with you saying it, but I may mock you a little bit all in good fun. I definitely fall into the third camp because blind jokes are my specialty and I love them and I will make them and sighted people can 110% laugh along with me. I encourage it. But some people aren't comfortable with it. So unless you know that a person is comfortable with you making that joke, I would just refrain from saying it. That's the easiest way to keep a blind person comfortable in a situation is just maybe to refrain from saying it unless you know that they are comfortable with blind jokes. And if they give you some crap right back, just laugh along, go along with it because that's a coping mechanism for us. That's how we make light of our disability. So if you make that joke, just know that we may 
dish it right back out to you if you are around a blind person. And most blind people tend to fall in the later two camps of they couldn't care less or they don't care, but they will make fun of that joke. But some people are just very uncomfortable with their disability and they don't like the fact that other people are kind of maybe feeling like they're mocking it. Um, So just be cautious of the people that you say that to. Make sure that if you are around a blind person and you say that, that they are comfortable with you saying that. And that's it. We have reached the end of this episode. I want to thank all of you for listening. And again, if you have some outlandish, crazy questions that you want me to have a take on, respond to in this ongoing series, please put it in a review below and I will make sure to check it. And if you want to hear more questions that people are afraid to ask blind people, be sure to subscribe to the podcast because I will have this ongoing series as well as a lot of other content coming up. So be sure to follow this and I really appreciate all of you for listening. Thank you so much. I know I've been a little bit absentee, but I will be back as consistent content as I can be producing with my other schedule and classes and school and everything going on. I will be trying to keep this content consistent for all of you. Thank you for listening. I'm Clara Johansson, helping you recognize your blind spot.